Look at all these cobwebs. God. I thought this bloke didn't like spiders. He doesn't. Where's the vacuum? Doing this the hard way, Hoss. Doing what the hard way? Oh, well, cleaning. You've got to keep it clean. Well, why do you have to keep it clean? Because then it's messy. What, what do they say? Cleanliness, Cleanliness is, is next, next to godliness. godliness. G'day folks, welcome to Measure Twice Cut Once, your fortnightly dose of... Woodenly goodness. That's right. Glad I didn't say that. <laughs> um, we're coming to you from Hoss's workshop again, which is uh, pristine clean at the moment because, well, it's the camera, the visual effect that makes it yeah. look that way, Chris. Yeah. You use some effects for this. As long as, long as I don't have to pan around. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we want to talk a little bit today about um, the general cleanliness, tidiness of uh, your workshop environment. How you keep your workshop clean, what do you do to keep things organised, Yeah, that sort of thing. And and what are the benefits of doing that? Yeah. So, you know, we can look at hazards, we can look at overall health and... You know, and it's the one thing that you want to keep your workshop clean. Yeah. Because every time you put down your pencil, it tends to disappear and you take half a day looking for it again. Yeah. So... And then, then when you don't look for them, you see 44 pencils. Yeah, they're everywhere. You're yeah. tripping over them. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, as we normally do, we have supporters to the show who yep. we're uh, happy to play a little bit of good acting yep. to their ads, and uh, we'll do that right away. Yeah, g'day. How you going? I'm good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Um... There's a bit of a material going about called structure panel. Yeah, it's great stuff. Is this place stock it? We've got tons of it. Tons of it. Can I get a ton? All right. Or just start with one sheet. I'll give you one sheet to start with. All right, let me have it. Oh, that's big. Thanks, mate. Have fun. See ya. Another <laughs> happy customer. So here on Measure Twice Cut Ones, Chris, we do take it serious when we talk about uh, cleanliness and the overall picture, yep. organisation in the workshop because some of us uh, got you know a lot of things in small space or we just have things not practically organised and they can cause certain hazards. Yes. So can you imagine you're running your table saw and you trip over something and ting? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a funny thing you say that because... Um, there's, there's one particular table saw set up in Sydney that has a big pipe running through. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of our esteemed colleagues, he, uh, he actually tripped on it. He did. And that he was did. just. He said he was to... trying to be. Apparently, this person was trying to kill him. Yeah. Oh. And you know what? I nearly tripped on it too. Did I, you? Yeah. yeah. You know what? Well, if we're all being honest, I nearly <laughs> tripped over it as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that person may know who that is and they'll probably say, yeah, it's not um, 
something that affects me. But yeah, he's never tripped over it. No, apparently. never, never. But what does it mean? What What does today's topic actually mean, Chris? Um, well, the cleaner your workshop is, uh, I reckon, the more productive you are because you know where everything is, or you're more organised. You know where everything is, so you're not wasting time by looking for stuff. Mm. But you got to keep it tidy. So. What means and measures do you go to to keep your workshop tidy? Uh, are, well, we, are we talking you, you just sweep things down or you get the air hose or vacuum? What is uh, it? If people could see the other side of this camera, then obviously I don't know what I'm talking about. But um, <laughs> yeah. um, look, it's, it, it, it could boil down to that. Just at the end of the day, you, you sweep up the floor, you, you, you vacuum all of the spaces or the, the tops of everything. Yeah. You put away your tools and make it uh, ready for your next day's work. Yeah. Right? Because if you walk into a workshop that looks like a bomb's hit it, um, your, your motivation sort of yeah. wanes a little bit, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It, you know, and, and personally, it does, it all resorts back to something else where uh, it's the organisation of that workshop environment. Yep. It's the organisation of the interior of your home or anywhere you are that makes it, uh, you know, uh, afford to be the best um, storage solution Yep. and the safest as far as eliminating trip hazards and that. Yeah, exactly. That's the big thing, trip hazards. Yeah. yeah I mean, I've, I don't have any uh, big tubes on the ground. I, I did have, but I don't have any more. Um, I'm putting carpet down to sort of um, absorb a little bit of noise, make it more comfortable in here. Um, I've got a couple of um, extension leads on the floor, but I'm going to sort that out yeah. soon. Just in general, just trying to keep it tidy. You well, know? I, I, for a long time, didn't believe in a lot of these uh, philosophies, but you know, I, I now, like you, have uh, certain mats yep. underneath um, near machines, just for the sake, in winter, you know, you don't want to eventually come away and have bloody... Arthritis and yeah, exactly. You know, and if you have it now, it's not a good thing. So, yeah. and it takes a little bit of that impact out of you know you moving around and that. Um, but the thing is, the thing is, you 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 spend so much time in here. You want to be as comfortable as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, if you've got a, a small heater, which I haven't turned on yet, or um, or an air conditioner, the other end of the, the scale. Yeah. Um, but just tidiness, you know, just keep it tidy. It's a place you want to be. In. It is, it is. But, so, do you see tidiness in, as far as, you've got the cubbies up here, um, each, everything has its place? Yep. Is that what you... That's that's how I perceive it, for organisation. Yeah. I know now where all my nail guns are. Yeah. I know where all my pen stuff is. I know where all my uh, screws and watsits and batteries and everything. I know where yeah. everything is and I can just go straight to it and grab it. Yeah. But, you know... If it, I can't, I still have the problem if I put down a tape measure or I put down a, a pen or a pencil, yeah. it just disappears. Yeah. I don't think anyone will ever overcome that. I, 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 well, this, this is just a very most simple thing, but look, if we, you've done this, you, you put um, labels on everything, you know, mm. well, that goes a long way. It does. Otherwise, you know, you're yeah. doing the, the, the six minute shuffle trying to find out where your brad nailer is. Yeah. You know, you look at it here, and it's Brad Naylor written over there. Yep. So, you know, uh, that that's part of the... Yeah, uh, rather than going through six boxes, I can just go straight to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's very godly. It is. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
Plus, you know, all my uh, toolboxes are put away neatly now. I know where everything is. Yeah. Everything's yeah. labelled. Yeah. It's a lot of work to get there. It was. It was. This was this was a labour of love, this workshop. Yep. Yep. But I'm finally in a, in a very, very good space. Yep. Oh, well, while we're talking about love, let's get a little bit of love from uh, our supporter group, mm. who we, uh, we love back dearly. Yes. Hi Chris, we've got a problem. What's your problem, mate? Need to get a sign made. Out of what? Preferably this bit of timber. I think I can help you. How? With my Bluey from Blue Calf CNC. How's that, Rob? That's fantastic, Chris. Where do I get one? Mate, just give Adam a Blue Calf CNC a call. He'll help you out. Chris, um, or Hoss. I'll call you Hoss more than I'll call you Chris. I know. I know you by Hoss. There's a, there's a funny little um, uh, emoji that looks like Hoss where I always yeah, I look at it and I go, this Chris. <laughs> anyway, we're digressing there. Uh, Chris, a whole part of this uh, gamut of keeping everything cleanliness or cleaned is our capability to keep dust out of the... Yeah, yeah, that's the big one. Yep. Yeah. Because um, unfortunately what we do, we cut wood and everything, and that generates a lot of dust, yeah. a lot of particles in the air, so you're breathing that garbage in. Yeah. Um, you know, like everybody says you should wear your protection, um, your, your mask, goggles, ear protection. But, you know, like I'll put my hand up and, and admit straight away that I hardly ever do that. Yep. You know, like I've always got the garage doors open, so any dust is always... Going out, so I'm, I figure I'm safe, you know. Well, you, you got glasses on all the time. Well, I've got my glasses on, but they're not safety goggles. No. So if anything hits me in the specs, then I'm, I'm, I'm buggered. Yeah. I was about to say something else then. Yeah. If anything hits me in the glasses, I'm buggered. Yeah? Badly buggered, yeah. Badly buggered. Yeah. And, um, but I, I, you know, I, I should, I should practice what I preach, yeah? Yeah. Start wearing my, my uh, eye goggles, earmuffs, yeah. you know, because the table saw's pretty loud. Yeah. When you run a router, that's, that's, screaming its its head off, yeah. yeah. Um, the other, I mean, when I'm running the, uh, the the CNC machine, that little router makes a hell of a noise too. Yeah. You know, so I should I should do the right thing. I, I think, I think, look, I, I assess the noise, you know. I know if I'm using table saw or whatever, I do put on my safety glasses. I do put on the, ear, you know, head earmuffs. Um, but then it comes summer, it's stinking hot. And, you know, you start sweating and, you know, then the, these things fog up. Yeah. And yeah, known to lapse in uh, you know awareness of what I got on, but you know then it comes back down to oh god, do we have a heater? Do we have a refrigerated air? Do we have a fan? Mm. You know, so a lot of things going on. But if you got a fan blowing, then you got more sawdust blowing. Pretty much, yeah. So that leads to do you have the doors open? Do you have an extraction system on the ceiling? To one of those scrubbers, yeah. Yeah, I think mm. they're called that. Mm. So. You know, um, but you're talking about the dusts. Do you go around like we try to demonstrate at the start of the video? Do you actually just sweep? Do you do you make sure there's there's no dust around? So I tend not to sweep. Yeah, I tend to vacuum because that doesn't vacuum, yeah. raise the dust up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but every now and then, just you know, if I want to put a little pile in the corner of the floor, I'll use broom or whatever. But uh, yeah, dust extraction. I always use my vacuum cleaner. Always. Okay. And I've got. 
dust extractors on every machine that I've got in here. Good. So that it takes a lot of that away. Yep. But there's still the fine particles that, you know, Yeah. you should wear a dust mask, basically. Okay. Mm. Yep. Yeah, that, that sort of, that leads on to a little bit of another thing I was thinking for a topic uh, which is similar to what we're talking about. But um, So, all right, we're, we're proactive in thinking about our workshop environment, doing the right thing. Um, pollution in general outside. We, we don't walk around the streets with hearing protection past a work site. No, you don't. Yeah. Uh, we don't, you know, there may be um, many elements which can cause damage to your eyes. Mm. Um, the general pollution from motor vehicles, uh, that's not good. No. So, you know, we're not taking any um, matters into our own hand once we're outside of our own home. I, you know, I, I get that, but this is... I look at it a little bit differently. This yeah. is a confined space. Yeah. You know, so it's got nowhere to go. Yeah. Whereas when you're out in the big bad world, so if, if a car drives past with the exhaust fumes billowing out the back, then unless you're running behind it, yeah. then I don't think it's going to affect you too much. Yeah. Why'd you swear? You just said running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last time we did that, I think we were in uh, primary school. Uh, yeah, Not, probably, yeah. Running away from the girls. Yeah. Now we're chasing them, except we haven't got stamina. <laughs> That's why I've got a car. <laughs> yeah, no, look, it's all good points. Um, now, one of the things I'm culprit for, a wonderful thing that you bought, which makes hardly any noise, so you don't need ear protection, is your brand new... Um, compressor. Compressor. That's brilliant. Um, but with a compressor, you have an air hose, and sometimes you put the nozzle and you go... In all those little crevices where you can't get the dust out. I do it. I try to stand behind and I'm justifying the door's open and I'm blowing it towards the door. That can be probably the worst thing you can do. Yeah. I, I don't do that. I don't blow dust out. No? No. Or anywhere? Well, um, it depends. Yeah, in your mitre track, you know, like on, on... No, I vacuum it. Always vacuum it. Really? Yeah, the only time I use the, uh, the air hose is... Um, when I'm using my nail guns, but yep. to, to blow dust off something, I don't use it. I usually vacuum. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you don't want that, because it goes up in the air and it stays there. It's like a cloud. Mm. True, yeah. true. So, That's yeah. if, But again, saying that, if I had a, one of those scrubbers on the ceiling, yeah. I wouldn't worry about it then. No. So, you know, there's a fine particles and then there's a swarf-sized matter. Mm -hmm. There's stuff in between that size... Will it enter your lungs and how long does it take before you see the side effects of that could be bad? Yeah, there's also another, I've got another element now introduced into the workshop. What's that? My laser burner. Yes. That, that creates smoke. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, and I've yeah. got to be careful of that. But I've, I've actually, the um, enclosure that I made for it contains that smoke. Yeah. And uh, does a very good job, so... First time I walked in, I thought it was like a Jamaican reefer club, mate. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> no, no, it's, um, yeah, if people don't know what Chris is talking about, he's got this wonderful new setup which uh, can laser and grey, but that, that that's pretty potent, that smell, isn't it? It depends on what you're cutting. I mean, I, I cut um, a little M MDF with it, and yeah, I cut yeah. right through. And the smoke that came out of that was, you'd think someone was on fire in here. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But I had it. I had my dust extraction hooked up to it, yep. and I hardly smelled anything in here. Yeah. No, interesting, interesting. Mm. 
Yeah, so, you know, like, uh, I suppose the determining factors are for the individual to say, am I being aware of what my uh, yeah. cleaning, cleanliness in my uh, workshop is, you know, is it, is it adequate? Mm. Is it enough? Look, the goal is um, to keep everything, a place for everything and everything in its place. Yeah. That's that's the saying, yeah? So I, I try to, and I'll, I'll admit to everybody that I'm, I'm pretty lazy when it comes to that. So if I finish the job for the day, I'll just make enough room to put my car in here, then I'll, I'll while it's on inside. And I've got hammers and screwdrivers and everything just laying everywhere. Yeah. And I'll come in the next day and I'll spend the first hour cleaning up what I should have done the night before. Yeah. You know that's that's the thing. So you got to you got to make the concerted effort at the end of the day yep. to clean up after yourself. Exactly. Well, let's go on and listen to one of our supporters, Chris, and we'll come back and discuss a little bit further about perhaps the discipline of cleaning your workshop. Yeah, yeah, good idea. So here we go. G'day, Hoss. You look like you're in trouble. Yeah, Harry. Thanks, mate. Um, I've, I've been trying to sand up this blank, but I just can't get it shiny enough. Mate, I've got a two-part solution from Custom Creations. Really? Does it work? Give it a try. I will. How'd you go, mate? Harry, that was the best stuff you could have given me. Look how shiny this pen's come up. That is superb. I love it. Brilliant. All right, folks, so uh, just a little bit of an announcement. We, we're enjoying our show. We love doing this, but we honestly want people to support it. And if you can help us recommend Measure Twice, Cut Once to a, you know, a new audience member that you might find that will enjoy our content, uh, it's important. Uh, There's one other little thing we've got to mention as well. What's that? And that's Dash's box making uh, challenge. Oh yeah, for sure. I was, look, I was leading on to that, Chris. Sorry, Don't you worry about right. that. I jumped don't, ahead. Don't yep, worry sorry. about that, son. Um, yeah, so we, we we do encourage it. You know, you can help us out a little bit by yeah. tell everybody. Yep, and and we want our supporters to you know help us along as well. Yeah, exactly. It's two way street, so it is. Um, Dash woodworking with Dash. Yep, he's uh, proposed a box making challenge. Yep. Um, I'll put a link to that video in the description. Yep. Um, now you have to show your entry between the 24th of November this year and the 30th of November this year. Yep. Be it uh, YouTube or Instagram or I suppose even our Measure Twice Cut Once Facebook group, mm -hmm. which is growing, and that's good. Um, Do we win anything in this uh, challenge? Yeah, there's three prizes, but they're, they're the same thing. They're, Dash is actually, or Daniel's got, uh, he's an author. He's written a book, which is more of a, uh, what is it, an instructional book on yeah. how to make the boxes he makes. So genuinely, uh, very nice boxes. He's, and he, oh, gives yeah. it, he gives a nice little preface about his background as a cabinet maker, his mm -hmm. journey. Yep. Uh, and it's written in a very Melbourne style, which is unique, I find. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, whoever got rewarded that, Will be most uh, oh, yeah. satisfied. You'll benefit from it for sure. Yeah, so yeah. Go ahead and make yourself the best box you can and display it um, on the socials where, you know, where it's eligible to be part of this. Yeah. Good idea. Well, all right, let's talk about discipline. That's the box. Oh, I shouldn't do that. Yeah. Bouncing my voice around, mate. Um, <laughs> the discipline of cleaning up your workshop. That's. Um, 
that's not always easy. You you can you can you come home from work bugging. Yeah. I come home from work bugging, you know, and I'm thinking, let's go in the workshop. Yep. And before you commence doing anything, your brain's dis so far disengaged from the actual uh, you know project you're working on, and you've got things like I've got to clean up that from last week. That's from yesterday. Exactly. It. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, like I, I come home from work, and the last thing I want to do is, you know, go into the workshop and, and work again. You know, um, but weekends, different story. I, I look forward to the weekends because yeah. it's my time in here. Um, but it gets a little bit um, frustrating yeah. when you come in and you've got the mess from the previous week yeah. to clean up. Yeah. You know, so I, I personally think you've got to make a, an effort. Once you've finished your day, yep. clean it all up. Yep. I think. Um, that can be difficult sometimes. It's, it's a matter of, you know, like, depends what you're doing. Uh, we're in a rush too much. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, understandable, finish your job, put that back up there, you know, that back on the rack, but that doesn't work. No. So when it doesn't work, it means we've all of a sudden misplaced things. Talking about pencils. <laughs> How many pencils have you got in your whole workshop? You've probably got a thousand. I've probably got more pencils in here than anything. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yep. Mm. So, you know, if uh, Mr. Squiggle was looking for a, a pencil, a bit of lead, he'd be well, you know, mm. informed to come in here to find one. Yeah. But, um, no, it's, it's, you know, like, what do you do, Chris? What do you do? Uh, do you have to be disciplined? Do you... Or do you go, I'll put that over there, and then when I go over there, I'll put that over there. Yeah, that's it. You just sort of move and junk around from one side of the yeah. workshop to the other. Yeah. Um, look, I, I try, if you see the workshop as it is now, it looks literally, again, like, like someone's just throwing a hand grenade in here. But um, there's a lot that I've got going on yeah. at the moment. Like I'm waiting for a new CNC machine to come in. So I've got that space, well, almost ready to go. Mm. I'm getting my next video underway. Yeah. Um, the the jig, the new jig that I'm making for myself. Yeah. So there's, there's stuff everywhere. Yeah. And and again, I'm, I'm I'll be the first to admit that I'm pretty lazy when it comes to cleaning up. Okay. I think so. I think a lot of us would uh, acknowledge that and yeah. say yeah, we are too. Yeah. But the good thing, if the grenade that was thrown in here, we've got good dust extraction to get rid of the fumes. True. So you're on a winner there, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Your phone keeps going off, Dirk. Yeah, no, it's, um, I think it's uh, Tatsulotto's, Tatsulotto trying to notify me on the win. Can I lend some money off you? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Ten bucks? Done. Oh, gross. Done. It's 20% interest. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, so let's listen to one of our supporters, because uh, they've got a voice as well. And, yep. Uh, maybe James Finger might be in, in this mix. We, yeah, he might be, yep. Because he's a good bloke, and yep. he does a good... 16 minute tips. Yes. So let's listen to that. And uh, we'll come back and finish up. To the right. G'day, bud. How you going, Papa? I'm good, mate. Listen, have you got any blanks from Mind Matter Create? I certainly do. I, I just happen to have them here in front of you. Okay, I want to buy them, please, because I'm going to turn some pens. It's a pleasure to be able to do business. Here they are, sir. And uh, many happy returns on your pen making endeavours. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And so you have to pay for them.
do you mean the Jigs episode was last fortnight? I'm doing it now. Ah, fuck it. Those who measure twice and cutteth once. James and Fix It Fingers here with another quick tip. A little bit late, but hey, we'll do it anyway. Today I want to share three jigs with you that I find make my life as a non-table saw owner particularly handy. And if you rely on one of these, the first two are for you. The last one is a hand tool jig. Ooh, scary. The first one I actually no longer have a DIY version of because I use a paid version. This paid version, a crosscut jig. Otherwise, you can use a speed square or on this little footage here where I did knock one up, in about 20 seconds, you can get the same thing made out of some scrap wood. These are incredibly useful when you couldn't be bothered going over to the miter saw to do a big cut, or if you're out on site and you're away from your big tools like when I was working on the boat, a crosscut jig such as this or a speed square, very, very bloody handy. Now, crosscuts are relatively easy. Rip cuts without a table saw, much harder, particularly when you're dealing with thin stock. So here is my solution. It's a board with a stop at the end and a straight edge along there. It will accept your thin stock such as that. And then with the edge guide this time, you are able to safely, without clamps, which makes life a lot easier, run your circular saw along and rip down these. The jig can be as long as you need it to be, but I find this is good enough for me. Last but not least, shock horror, a hand tool jig. Mine is a little bit backwards. My bench hook goes this way. You'll often find that bench hooks go that way. The reason I've got my cleat on this side is because I use pull saws. So I want to be able to push against my bench. And when I have that little piece of wood that requires the finesse of a smaller hand saw, I am now pushing with my left hand to hold the bench hook on, but pulling against the stop with the pull saw here. If you have a traditional saw, then you'll have the cleat on the other side, and that will allow you to be able to push in this motion. Mine also has the cheetah's version, where I've got a 90 degree cut here, or I can hang my piece off the edge of the bench if I want to go all the way through or it's a bit large. That's it for that quick tip. I'll catch you next week. James out. Hello, Hoss. How are you, Harry? Good, thank you. I'm looking at doing a little bit of epoxy work. Yes, I can help you there. Do you have a product? I do. Who, who does it come from? It comes from Hammeroo. Let me have a look, please. My, my. That looks like a two-part mix. It is a two-part mix, and it's a two-to-one mix, as it says on the bottom. Is it made in Australia? It is. I might take a few more then. Well, I only have these. I'll take those. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you, Harry. You're welcome, boss. Got the pipe. I was talking about, you know, these things today. It's always a good reminder to keep refreshing uh, not only your workshop but your mind to say, hey, you know, um, this is where a place where I'm in. I don't want to hurt myself here. No. Uh, many, many accidents come from lazy type activity that's supposed to happen prior to you operating machinery. Mm. You know, machinery is um, obviously 
if you're capable of using it, it can still be dangerous if you yep. if you got hazards. So yeah, um, how would you what you know? Is there any sort of definitive way you could say now how to keep it clean or reasonably clean? Do you do you say all right? I'm going to do this before I start commence because it's a good feeling once it's clean. You walk away. That's it. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, look, all I can say is. Self-discipline, <clears throat> that's that's the big one. Yeah. Uh, look, coming from me, it's, it's probably, you know, I'm, I'm sort of being a little bit hypocritical about it because, like I said, I, I, I tend to leave. I'm done for the day. I might pack away the table saw, get that out the way. I might put my bench away on the wall. But the rest of it, I mean, I've got mallets laying everywhere. I've got screws out and everything. I'll, just, yeah. I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. If you if you if you get into your if you get into the mindset of cleaning up yeah. at the end of your day, it'll I think it'll be a lot better. Mm. And I've got to I've got to force myself into that as well. Yeah. You, can you say sometimes if you leave too many things laying around, you've got too many things? Um, Do you think you got things that you don't need? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. E- even though you've been pretty good with that, like. Well, I've. I go back to my uh, my sander. I had palm sanders, yeah. I had I had two of them. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know I had, <clears throat> like, I, I thought I, I only I didn't have any. Yep. Because I hadn't used it for a while, and it was because the, the workshop was a mess. Yeah. I thought, bugger, I'll just go and buy another one. And then when I started cleaning up, I found the second one, so I ended yeah. up with two of them. Yeah, right. So that's the other thing. I, was, I, I try and I try and keep everything relatively clean, so I know what I've got. Yeah. I know what I've got. And I'm not gonna. I'm not sort of buying stuff just for the sake of buying it. No, no. I I give a prime example, right? The uh, the better halves, um, our partners, normally have this discipline down pat. They'll have a they'll have a space, right? And they'll just have nominal things on that space. We go cram, cram, cram. Where is it? Whereas uh, if it's like the old saying, you know, if, out of mind, out of sight. But if it's in sight, keep it. Little bit organised, don't over clutter. That's why I didn't put doors on the um, yeah on the shelves. Yep, and, and that in turn can create other hazards. When you're pulling out one, something else can fall on you. Well, yeah, you know that's, <laughs> that's if you cram it in there. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, I'm sort of I sort of kept that to a minimum this yep. time around. I haven't sort of yeah. I can fit another couple of pencils in here, so I just keep jamming yep. it in. So. So the the visual aesthetic of having a, a well organised workshop is that does that fall into cleanliness is next to godliness? Mm. Are you seeing the light, brother? <laughs> uh, yeah, how am I going to go down that road? Not on this video. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, look, it, it is pretty much uh, you know, I think. Something to always talk about. Yeah, you got. To, I think you got to be mindful of it. Yep. You know, you, you know your own space. You know where everything should be. Yeah. You just have to go and do it, basically. Yeah. Look, I just want to say another great contributor to the always in the comments is Eric, free thinker. Oh. He he actually he he watches our show and he he will give us his explanation of his history in workshops or, or whatever we're talking about. So. Always have a look at what Eric's got to say because yep. um, it's it's well worth a read. It's yep. it's wonderful. So, you know, and uh, yeah, he's very switched on. He is. He is. Now, so we're getting towards the end of uh, season five. Yes. 
This is episode 11. Yes. So I think we've got one more after this. Yes. We're hoping to have a guest. We are hoping. We're hoping, yeah. And then we'll be having a little bit of a break. Yep. Um, reassessing the future. Yeah. Um, and seeing what... Did we decide on how long the break's going to be? 12 uh, months? Two years? Yeah, yeah. I was sort of leading four years. Okay. Um, I might come back before I retire. What yeah, do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Do a cameo special. Mm, Why not? Mm, mm. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we're going to have a rest and yep. reassess and... Uh, Put our best foot forward in yeah. the in the future. Yeah, because we've got a lot of good ideas. We do, we do. But again, we we need your help. Yep, to help, right to help this channel grow. That's right. So let's wrap it now, Chris. Um, good on you. Thank you, sir. No worries. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to sign off by simply saying, Uru. Bye for now. You got bad neck. Yeah, it's still sore. I'm still numb through my fingers. You still yeah. going to see them? So I went there the other day. And all she uses me as a pincushion now, puts all this um, acupuncture. acupuncture in there. Lucky, because the first time she mentioned it to me, I said, Look, I'm not a big fan of needles. Am I going to feel this? She goes, Oh, you might feel one or two, but it, it'll be nothing, yeah? So I'm going, All right, go nuts, yeah? So she, she goes, Had that go? And I'm going, Are you done? And I looked down, there's six of them sticking out of my arm. I didn't even feel them go in. You should get some ink put in them so you can finish off your... I'm actually going soon. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. You ready? Ready when you are, Harry. That's a nice uh, screensaver. Isn't it? All these places you never get to go to. No. Because we're always doing this show. <laughs> well, you nearly said someone else then. Probably as well. No, drinking on the job. You told me that when we started, when I had my long neck. Episode one, remember? Did I? What are you doing drinking? You can't do that. <clears throat> this is Sorry. I am always yelling at you, aren't I? <laughs> yes. Jeez, <laughs> I, geez, I'm a bastard. End of the season. <laughs>